Welcome to 10,000 Foot View Podcast, where you can find tools, ideas, and insights from some of the best performers from the field of business, art, sports, entertainment, coaching, neuroscience, and much more. That will give you the perspective you need to break through and unlock the next level in your mindset, creativity, business, and life. This is Monjyoti, the host of this podcast. I have an obsession for deep transformation. And I'm on a mission to help professionals and individuals unlock their true potential in life and business in a way that maximizes their overall sense of aliveness. We all, uh, you know, we all think in stories all the time. You know, there are all these stories going on in our minds all the time. And we get, get hooked to a story. It may or may not be real. But uh, once we get hooked, it becomes our experience, it becomes our reality, and it becomes our lens through which we view reality. But some of these stories are not serving us. And first of all, we don't even know where we picked them up in the first place. Right? So how do you help somebody uh, identify a limiting story, and come Mm -hmm. out of that, and create a story a narrative that can Mm -hmm. run in a loop, and actually serve them? Yeah, so this is a, a great question as well, because what we don't, what we haven't been taught is that stories don't just come in a limiting belief. It's not just a negative perception, but it's also an overly positive perception. Now, the reason why this occurs is because, for example, everyone understands a negative perception. If we have an overly negative perception of ourselves, it can hold us back, like we're not moving forward, we have self-doubt, all these different components. But if you have an overly positive perception about yourself or something, you seek it like it's a candy, like it's a drug, right? And you go after it and it becomes your main focus because it's the only way, it's the only thing, it's good. All of a sudden your lens becomes so narrow and one-sided that you could be standing in front of all the opportunities in the world and not see them because all you're looking for is that one thing that you've labeled as overly positive. So when I dive in and I'm asking questions to individuals, I'm really checking to see the balance of their perceptions. Where are they perceiving something is more negative than positive? Where do they have more positive than negative? And I'm bringing it back into balance. You know, I like to say it's like a mathematical equation, right? Our mind works basically like a mathematical equation. Because when we bring it back into balance, the funny thing is, is sometimes people are concerned because they're like, well, I don't want to think negatively about something positive. And that's not the truth. That's actually not what's occurring. If uh, I think so many people fall for these different traps, right? Where we look at something and it could be someone sold you on a business. uh, You got sold on a particular person in a relationship and everything's amazing and everything's the best in the first week or something. And then all of a sudden shit hits the fan and things get crazy and things that you never thought could happen are happening and it turns into a nightmare. That's actually a balance within our universe because when you went into it, you only focused on the positive. Those negatives that you're experiencing, that nightmare was always there, but you ignored the other side. So balancing your perception and actually seeing both sides of a positive scenario, situation, person, experience actually helps you to have foresight. And it's part of a component of leadership. And so that's when I say, like when we are working through limiting beliefs, a very limiting belief can also be an overly positive perception because if you're too positive about something, you're not preparing yourself for the reality of life. Life is full of challenges. Life is full of roadblocks. If you're not looking ahead, guess what? You're gonna get slammed with it. 
And then again, mm. it's the same with the other side, which we're more familiar with. You know, when we have the overly negative view, we're doom and gloom. We can't see the opportunities. We can't see like the opportunities within ourselves, within the world. And again, when we shift our perception and we balance it out, so it's neither positive nor negative, it's just neutral. It's equal. Everything is equal. When we get back to equal within the mind, guess what? You see everything. You get to see everything. And again, all that brain noise disappears. You're not fearing anything happening mm. anymore. You're not fearing that pain that you once thought was painful. You've given mm. it some positives and seen the other side. And now it's not painful mm. anymore. And the thing that was all like you're elated about and you're proud about, you've given it some negatives and you've seen the other side of it. And now it doesn't own you and run you because you're not holding on to that pride. You're not seeking that one-sided fantasy, that goal. So yeah, limiting beliefs have is a two-sided coin. <laughs> right. Yes. Wow. That's that's interesting. And one once you embrace both sides of the coin, um, you you don't fear things because you have already taken that and taken those into account. You've already acknowledged mm -hmm. the positive and the negative. Yes uh and you are and yeah so you, you, nothing catches you by surprise because mm -hmm. you've yeah. already embodied all of yeah embraced all of those things and when when things are overwhelmingly negative it's because we spend some time in denial about things needing to be only rosy all the time yes. and and ignoring <laughs> the stuff uh, you know the negative stuff which are not negative it's just part it's of not reality it just serves you, us. You have to exactly you have to acknowledge that. Yeah, the, the, there I are there it. are there are some stuff. Uh, there is there is there is a light, and probably there is a shadow. I think that's that's another way to put put that uh, into perspective. I mean, one of the things that I'm I'm doing these days, um, I I've, I felt intuitively called to do this work is the shadow work, is diving into the shadow, because what I've realized without my awareness. I started doing exactly what you're talking about, going into the denial mode, mm -hmm. you know, rosy, positive, and oh, there's no negative for if it's there without my awareness, probably I'm ignoring that. And what that happened is that those uh, seemingly negative or whatever you call it, things started to grow and fester in my unconscious and started <laughs> bothering me until I was uh, forced to confront them and resolve them. And there is a lot of fuel in that. There's a lot of insp inspiration in that. There's a lot of growth in that. There's a sense of wholeness in, uh, in going into the shadow and asking yourself questions such as what are the things that made you uncomfortable? What are some of the things that you fear? You know, things that I should have taken into account in the beginning, but probably I'm doing it now. Um, yeah. <laughs> it makes so much sense um yeah and then and that notion is liberating mm -hmm. you know taking both sides of the equation yeah. um into account and yeah this is really inspiring as well because it is like we call it the shadow side or we label it as negative but the truth is, is since it has both sides that's just the label that we've put on it right yes. and depending on what your unique perception is 
one person will label criticism as construction and the other person's going to label it as bad. What's mm. the difference? It's all in your perception. Yes. One person sees the balance within it. And then the other person is seeing more negatives than positives. When we mm. bring that balance back into perspective, right, then all of a sudden it just becomes normal again, just an event. Criticism is just a thing. And yeah. so it's quite interesting because those shadow parts of ourselves that we're trying to suppress, we're trying to get rid of, that we label mm. as bad or wrong mm. with mm. the perceived negatives, too many perceived negatives, what winds up happening is we don't get to utilize these parts of ourselves that are actually necessary and important in life, you know? And it's, it's funny, like I see this as a teacher to the greatest degrees, like usually one-on-ones were pretty chill because people show up and they just want to work. But sometimes in groups, like people are tough <laughs> and you've got a group of people and, you know, you have one person who's messing around and, you know, sometimes they, like we've had people who have tried to like take the lead on one of our workshops and start teaching things that, you know, just, this is not, not, this is not your platform kind of thing. <laughs> um, and it's really interesting because then you get pushy and then you get tough and then you get critical and then you get frustrated. And there's times when I've even like yelled and my husband has yelled in a workshop, right? At people who are there and then it humbles them and they get back on track and all of a sudden they start doing the work and then they get the transformation and the shift and the whole group starts to get to work again and the distraction is gone. Now, if we're nice and kind and sweet the whole time, according to what people think you should be, guess what's going to happen? That person's going to take over. These people aren't going to get the transformation and people are there mm. to get work done. If you're, and, and this is, this is part of when I started learning how to love all these different parts of myself and appreciate everything that I've labeled as, you know, too good or too bad, right? Like, mm. and just bring it back into balance. You just show up and you do what it takes to get the job done. And at the end yeah. of it, people don't say to you, I can't believe you did that. I'm so mad at you. They say, thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate you doing that because I was really stuck. And now that I'm on the other side, I get why you were so hard on me. You know, and it's it's funny because even after those components, people didn't shy away. Like they actually came and did some one on one work with us as well. My husband and I afterwards. So it's um, people appreciate it. They appreciate you caring enough to be both challenging and supportive to get them to the other side. They appreciate it. Give it to your family. Give it to your friends. Love those parts of yourself. And then you could be authentically who you are instead of just kind of sitting in this box of trying to conform to what you thought you should be. Because every person in every culture will have a different perception of what you thought you should be. So who's right and who's wrong? Depending on the culture, they're going to tell you what's right or wrong. But I mean, every place on this planet has an idea of right or wrong. So what's really right or wrong? Sounds like it's all in our perception. Yeah, being authentic, true love, true gratitude, and embracing all parts of yourself lets you use yourself as one of the most valuable tools you have. Every part of you is worthy of love and necessary. And if you use it, like, it's just a massive, you are one of the most massive empowerment tools you could ever nurture. Wow. Now that's profoundly liberating. Um, so if 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 there is there's a project that I want to pursue uh, or a skill that I want to acquire, right? And I'm I'm in I'm in the beginning stages. So I would list down all the positives. Uh, this is this this is what I'm good at. You know, I'm I'm good at uh, being disciplined. I'm good at creating a schedule. But there are times when I get moody. Uh, or I lose patience, or I lose interest. 
So you're going to list down all aspects of your personality, the good and the bad or whatever, all aspects, right? Mm -hmm. All the colors, right? And you start, start off. And then there are some things that are going to reveal itself when you're in motion. And if it's positive, it's good. But if it's negative, you still utilize that for your growth. Is that? Yeah, because we've only labeled it as negative. So, yeah. for example, we like mm. we label a lack of productivity as negative. Mm. Now, yes. this is interesting. But if we go and look, and when in moments when we're not productive, how it serves us, right? Like I find so many people, they're not productive when it's not a high priority. It's not purposeful to them. It's something technically it's wisdom for them to be delegating. Like they, mm -hmm. like you shouldn't even be involved in it. It's like time to delegate it. Like this is not even something you like to do or need to do anymore. It's like, why mm -hmm. are you not delegating this to someone else? Hire someone. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. um, so when we're not productive, we're judging ourselves and thinking it's a negative mm -hmm. thing. Sometimes we step away from a project and then we come back and we get a new insight sometimes we're just spending time in other areas of our lives and nurturing those things that are important and investing the time and energy in that growing simultaneously while we're growing the productivity in the business so if you look at those times that you're not productive and what you're learning and why you're really going to start to learn that you are not a purposeless human being you are doing things specifically to ensure that you stay on priority and focus and sometimes people i, I mean i love like people are like well i get involved in social media and distracted but everyone's social media like we get to carefully craft it in a very specific way we follow certain people we specifically look at certain things there's some mm. people who i say well what are you watching on personal or what are you watching basically on your social media and they'll be like well i connect with all my friends and family and lots of like I follow lots of personal development stuff. I'm like, so basically you hang out with the people you love and you're learning on social media. And they're mm. like, yeah. And I was like, well, why is that wrong? Who said that was wrong? In what world? Your perception mm. said it was wrong or bad and you were being mm. not productive, but maybe you sat there and you were scrolling and all of a sudden you saw some quote from, you know, Aristotle and it lit you up and you're like, that's what I want to add to something, you know? And then you sit down and you get mm. reinvigorated again. You know, or you mm. see something from a friend that reignites you or reinvigorates you. And it reminds mm. you, oh, I want to spend more time with these people. I do spend too much time on my computer. I'd love to go sit and spend more time with my friends and family. Whatever it is that you're doing, if you stop judging it and ask the why, you'll see that you have a purpose behind everything. And then that mm. label of negative goes away. And it's funny because then sometimes the behavior just shifts and transforms and stops because you just don't need it anymore because you're not judging it and sometimes you'll just mm. you'll specifically think like man i just i'm feeling a little uninspired right now i think i'll go on instagram because that's what really lifts me up because i just follow so many like personal development people and you'll know it's now a tool it's not a bad thing you don't sit there and beat yourself up you just turn it into yeah. what it really is a tool everything is a tool until you label it as bad or good <laughs> <laughs> right. It's our wow. labels. Yeah. And sometimes we think, again, when we have pride around productivity and we think productivity is the best, the best, the best, the best, I should always be productive. But then you don't look and it's like, well, okay, so I spent six hours doing this straight, but because I didn't take a break, I actually got really stuck and I kind of just like tried to push through it for an hour, whereas I could have just gone out and gone for a walk and come back with a fresh mind. 
you know, so we're not looking at that pride around productivity and seeing how there's also another side. It took me away from my family. You know, it took time away from maybe, you know, planning things with them, having a nice dinner with them. Like we look at the other components and the other side. And then again, it just helps you to not subordinate to even these actions. And then when you're sitting there and you're trying to be productive, but you're really stuck, you just sit there and you say, you know what? I'm going to sit on Instagram for 20 minutes, shift my brain. I'm going to go outside for 20 minutes, shift my brain. Cause you've done the work to know what shifts your perception in your unique way to get you back on track and reignite you. Everything's a tool. Nothing's good or bad until we put a label on it. When we balance that perception, we get to use it as a tool to empower ourselves in our lives. Wow. So for someone who's, let's say, um, addicted to social media and he or she is labeling it as bad, Yeah. So there is a, there is a, there is, let's say a sense of resistance. I mean, I, 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 I check social media and I don't like that. I check it. So. What are some of the first questions I could be asking myself to start transforming it? I mean, of course, there's a, you said there's a reason I'm doing
Right, right. This right, is right. research. I have folders yes. of research of yes. in inspiration and individuals and yes. architects and interior designers and artists that have inspired mm. me. And I found them through this platform because that's the platform that's feeding it to me to the greatest degree. It's fulfilling yeah. my values. That's it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's who we are. Yes, yes. So uh, in, in your case and in, you know, uh, your your client's case, it was um, it, it was directly or indirectly helping with their profession and business. Yes, but it could it could also be something much more intrinsic. For example, I love being valued. Right. Because yeah. there's this people like our posts and things like that. So I love that people yeah. like me. It means I value myself. So it's it's feeding the need to be valued. So that's my purpose. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, you have I mean, you're running a podcast. So mm -hmm. there's something about social reach that is important to you. Yeah. So, yes, if you're seeing that feedback mm -hmm. on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're posting YouTube and you mm -hmm. see those lights, mm -hmm. that's you knowing that your social like your social mission is getting fulfilled. Right? Yes. <laughs> and it's like yes, yes. it's like you could sit there again and we can judge it. But it's like that's a metric. Like that's how you would naturally metric a business to see like, okay, this one got the most feedback, um, the most likes, the most posts. And it's like, people love this topic. How do I get more of this topic? Right. And so you're getting feedback from people. So why wouldn't you look, you know, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so once I connect to the purpose, I can fine tune it. Yeah. Right? Um, and I can, I can, I can probably you know, reduce my usage um, and, you know, do less. But whatever I do, I do it with purpose and yes. it's fine-tuned. Um, makes sense. Makes sense. Or it's possible that because uh, I have connected to the purpose, I have reduced the resistance to doing that thing or it, I've, I've eliminated the judgment. So yes. there's a possibility that I stop doing it altogether. The behavior is out of the way. Is that a possibility? You could. There's also a possibility that when you get rid of the judgment, you realize what a powerful tool it is and you come up with new innovative ideas to use it to a greater degree and you might be on it more. The thing mm -hmm. is, here's the cool part. When we release a judgment, I actually don't know what's going to happen because every person has their own unique journey. But yes. it's like if you're meant to be on social media to a greater degree because of maybe the social influence you want to have and maybe that's yes. the best platform, when you remove that judgment, it could give you greater innovative ideas to expand and be more present on it. But you'll be more mm. present in a way that's more productive for your mission and your purpose. Right. That's when the right. judgment clears, like we get more productive in that way, which is really cool. But you're right. You also could disconnect from it and find another way. <laughs> like, but just it. clearing that judgment, it. it's like, Got it. that's, yeah, that's that brain noise. And it just, man, it just transforms your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that stuff is powerful. I mean, mm -hmm. when you clear the judgment and the resistance, uh, you would connect to something that would really serve you. Yes. Serve your Absolutely. core being. Yes fascinating thank you so much uh that brings me to my last question um what's a ten thousand foot view perspective uh, that you would like to share to the listeners 
Yeah. Okay. So basically everyone inside them, I, th I think sometimes we think of, since we're recording this on New Year's Eve, by the way. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it's going to watch, but it's recorded on New Year's Eve. So like everyone sets goals for the year and what people discount inside themselves is there's something they'd love to leave behind, you know? So what's the 10,000 view of your life that you would look at and say, when I die, like, what would I love to be remembered for, you know? And is it something that you'd love to be remembered for socially? It could be something socially, but it also could just be like, I would love my family to know that I left something behind for them. Nothing is too big or too small. It's all unique to what is inspiring to you. And when you think about those things, the beautiful part is, is you have your whole life to experience the journey of creating that goal and actually letting it come into fruition and everything along the way to that goal will be an inspiring pursuit for you. Things that you will go through the most amount of challenge and also get the most support for. When people say like they manifested all these great things, they're not special. They're actually just focused on something that's so inspiring to them that those doors that are already there, they just started seeing and paying attention to. And they still go through incredible challenge, but they're willing to overcome it because it's so fulfilling. So that 10,000 foot view, as opposed to like, let's look at your life. Like, what would you love it to look like? What would you love to leave behind for the people that you love, society, the world, any scale? matters every scale matters and when you look at that um, if you break that down into so many steps the key is is we break that down into so many steps that it becomes so digestible that you have an action that you can take today and then you just really get to like have that fulfilling you know life by design that inspires you that you want to wake up to and it doesn't have to be a plan for a year or two years like it's your whole life you know it's really you get to design your life I think that's the cool thing that we don't realize so yeah definitely giving yourself the opportunity to create that and reflect on that especially in this new year is quite inspiring perfect thank you so much that was powerful so people who want to work with you how can they reach out to you yeah, definitely go to my website. So it's carlypeppin.com. You feel free to go and contact me. If you want to contact me directly, feel free to contact me directly. And then, you know, we have the workshops my husband and I do together where we actually specifically go through a process and we make sure you get that transformation over the weekend to shift the brain noise, clear the comparisons. And we teach you how to do that, which is really cool. We'll teach you how to balance out your perceptions with the prides and the shames. And at the end of that workshop, like I said, we're going to challenge you and support you to make sure <laughs> that you get that transformation <laughs> that we're dedicated to. Because we want to make sure that every individual on this planet like, is just you know, living their inspired purpose and they get to wake up daily feeling inspired life is something to be grateful for and yeah the more people that we can share that with the, the more inspiring it is for us as well wow that's powerful and you also have a mini master class yes <laughs> on impost imposter syndrome i think uh yeah that's going to be fascinating so i'm going to put put the link to that master class on the show notes and I highly encourage everybody to check that out because I think it's it's a big one. Absolutely. Perfect. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Carly. Thank you so much for your time and all the value that you've added. Until next time, take good care. Thank you for listening to this episode of 10,000 Foot View Podcast. 
I want to congratulate you for honoring yourself by standing out and investing in your personal growth and taking this step towards your next breakthrough. I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. Do check out the show notes on the description for the details of the show along with links and offers. It would mean a world to me if you could leave a review about this episode in Apple. Before I head off, I want to remind you that you are extremely special and you have gifts and talents that you can use to unleash your best version and you are just one perspective away from unlocking your next level. I believe in you. 